This is The Roots Diary, Roots where Diary. I'll be sharing stories from my personal journal written between 1998 and 2010. Walk with me through the journey becoming Nazizi, the rise to fame, the losses, heartbreaks, experiences, triumphs, and a look into personal, never-before-shared stories of people I have met and who have influenced me to becoming the person I am today. Walk with me through my journey of dreams, heartbreaks, loss, music, and stardom. This is The Roots Diary. Roots Diary. Welcome to Roots Diary Episode 2. Thank you guys so much for all the love and support that you've shown me and it's made it super easy for me to be able to share my personal story with you. Now, as I promised you, I'm going to tell you a very interesting story about Feroz and this journal. So stay tuned to find out what it is. So, on the 30th of September 1996, a one Feroz Hirji stole my journal, okay? Now, fine, you can steal my journal, but you know what this guy did? He went and handed over my journals to a group of boys, one of which I had written about in my diary. Now, when I came to find out about this, guess how I find out? One of these guys hands me my diary in school. Two weeks later, like my diary's been gone, my journal's been gone for two weeks. And I'm just like, my head is spinning, rushing. I'm about to faint. I'm like, what did he read? How did he get it? And then I, I finally found out it was Feroz who passed it on. So yeah, that was super, super depressing. Uh, and on the 23rd of uh, October 96, I wrote, hey, I didn't write for, for long because my stupid brother stole this diary. Bro, let me tell you, I used to go to St. Austin's Academy. I found this boy in the corridors of the school. It was before assembly. And it was a full-blown war, like punches, kicks, name it. You know, me and Feroz were those guys. If you knew us in our earlier stages, we were about to kill each other every other day. And then later on, we became close. And right now, reading all these things, I just cherish those moments so much. Of course, during that time, I was like, I don't want a brother. I don't need a brother. I don't know why he's here in the first place. So yeah, he managed to super embarrass me but that is not the page that I'm going to be sharing with you guys. Although I'm super happy I got my journal back and I was able to continue writing. Third March, 1997. Hey diary, I've been really busy and that's why I haven't been writing. I arrived last night from Arusha. I had gone to my grandma's funeral. She died on the 26th of February, 1997. It was a very difficult time for the family and so I had to take a break. Anyway, the other day it was MUN and I rapped at the talent show. Everybody liked it. I don't believe how many people actually know me. At MUN, I met so many people and I even got to talk to Patrick Osiri, the rapper. I am having my mocks in a week's time and so I gotta go and try to study. For those of you who don't know, MUN is a model United Nations. So um, a lot of schools in Nairobi would go to the United Nations and act like delegates. So you would be given 
uh, delegation or you know different things to discuss and stuff at the MUN. So I used to go there, but um, I'm not even gonna say what I used to go there to do. However, I did used to go there. And um, the thing that I'm super excited about right here is meeting Patrick Osiri. Guys, let me tell you something about this guy, right? He was, when I was growing up, the legend, the coolest guy on the block, the rapper, the guy who was like doing it, doing the stuff that all of us youngins wanted to do, had the cool cars, had the cool team, you know, had the swag. And uh, basically this guy, you know, um, opened for the Coolio concert. He was in zigzag, like, he did so much. When the lunatics came to Kenya, he was there performing as well. So Patrick Osiri was, let me tell you, the guy. He was like, I can't even compare him to any artist right now because nobody rolls like that, if I must say. But yeah, man, he inspired me because I used to check him out and I just used to think, yo, I want to do that. I want to be like Patrick. I want to be on the stage rapping and everybody's going crazy, right? So here, what I find very interesting is I rapped at the talent show and everybody liked it. Now, at this point in my life, I think I was just experimenting because I used to write a lot of poems. I used to try and express my feelings through music and it wasn't such a big deal. But the thing is, I don't believe how many people actually know me, bro. I was not even prepared for what was gonna be coming in the next year. So a year after this is when I released my first official single, right? So I'm like, you know, <laughs> um, I got to talk to Patrick Osiri, the rapper. Like that is major. And I don't believe how many people actually know me. Now looking at this right now, <laughs> it's hilarious because the amount of people I'm saying know me was probably about 10, 15 kids, right? Who came up to me after my show. Maybe 10, maybe even 15. I'm just over-exaggerating it. But yeah, but I was excited. Like, I can't believe how many people know me, you know? I was, I was already in that zone of, wow, you know, I'm a little star in the hood, you know? But I had uh, no idea, really no idea. Like, I think the vision was just starting. Remember, during this time, I was still hardcore soccer. And we're gonna get back to that also. But I wanted to go on the stage. I wanted to be like Patrick Osiri, the great. I wanted to be cool like him. I wanted to be able to just get on stage like Patrick Osiri. And so that was a super, super huge moment for me. And when I was going through the journal and I came across it, I just had to share it. Now, this is a little bit of history about Patrick. So Patrick, he went to, I think, St. Christopher's and uh, Bamzi, also went to St. Christopher's and apparently the two of them used to rap on the school bus together. And this is many years later, right? And so around 2004, Bamzi, um, no, 2001, Bamzi joined uh, me and Wiry Necessary Noise and we did the whole NN tour the world and everything. So it's really super cool to me that Bamzi and Patrick Osiri were also friends as well as Peter and DK. Now keep that name in mind because I'm going to tell you a story about that guy as well. So yeah, I'm super excited. Um, Patrick Osiri really inspired me and I'm honestly super happy that I did get to meet him when I did. Yeah man, so this is ha has to be such a cool thing that I documented the first time I met him. So me being me, I had to ask Patrick Osiri 
if he remembered the first time meeting me and i'm super lucky that we've been able to keep in touch all these years um he's been able to meet my son recently at blankets and wine actually I had to take him i'm like yo you know you need to show respect to the ogs yes you do and i'm happy that he's just you know still the positive person that i knew from way back who inspired so many people but so many people wouldn't come up and say patrick or siri inspired me so i'm super happy that i got to ask him a couple of questions by the way thank you so much patrick for being part of my story and uh one more thing one day i'm walking in westy by the mall and uh, there was like a a little kiosk outside where like ids stuff people had lost was stuck up and i'm walking by and i see this brown guy on the id i'm like i know this guy so i walk there it was patrick osiris id i don't know if you remember this patrick but i picked up the id i called him and i'm like yo i found your id and he was super happy about that yeah i just thought i would um put that in it's like coincidences where you see somebody who's lost their id and you know somebody who you know so yeah i'm super excited because i got to ask patrick osiris if he remembers the first time he met me what was his impression and what does he think about my music so here we go This is Patrick Osir, aka Pato, Pari P, the boss. Those are all the names that I fell under in the 90s. Yeah, I'm the one of the founding rappers in Kenya. Underground rappers. Um, I started rapping in Kenya in I believe in 1989-1990. Um, my group was called Zigzag. And how this came about was I always loved hip hop music. Whenever hip hop was playing, I would jump. The first time I met Nazizi, <laughs> that was back in the days. Yeah, where well, we used to like park in Westlands. There was a club called uh, JK's, Crooked uh, Q, um, Baitalia. So I used to park in a car, me, Mongi, Spike, um, Juma, Kevin Stausi. So I'm there, man. We bump the music. I'm rapping. Kevin grab the next next line. So ni me ni me checki who them? They are my buddy. Oko mazia me va sagging also, looking hip hop. My checki woman, she just getting closer and closer. I'm there. What's up, man? Atamina is a bust. So she busts. I'm like, what? Then I bust. Then she. I'm like, yo, I'm loving this girl. Huh? Umanzi, man, nice, Nazizi, yo, Nazizi, yeah, I'm Pato, man, she's like, yo, Pato, I love your style, yo, I want to be like you, man, I say, yeah, one day, man, one day, but I didn't think that it would, she would take it this far, anyway, slowly, yeah, our friendship was there, we would sip, we would talk, she was so interested, she telling me, I want to, I want to blow up, I want to be famous, I'm like, yo, but you have to work towards it. Um, Bamzigi, remember, was in my school, like two classes under me. I used to bust it with him in my school bus. And the lyrics and what I mentored him. And then uh, down the line, um, Necessary Noise came along. And I'm just chilling. First, I, I was chilling in a I was chilling, I was cutting my hair, I believe. And then on radio, I'm like, what? Necessary Noise? Wairé, Bamzi, Nazizi, 
busting. I was like, yo, I called the whole crew. Just listen to this, because this this is what we were feeling for. Hmm? Nazizi was taking it to another level. No female had done that in Kenya forever. Yeah, this my girl, man. Nazizi. My connection right now with Nazizi, um, she hits me up once in a while. I call her, she calls me, you know, after she got her son. Yeah, she became a mother now. She's, we've matured. We've taken to another level. Yeah, but she's always telling me that she's coming back with a new album. Um, we talk once in a while on the phone. Whenever, whenever I meet her, yeah, the love is there. It's like I just left you yesterday. Um, stories, huh? her son's grown, safari man, I remember carrying him on my hand, now he's up here man, tall big boy, um, yeah, and Azizi will always be fam forever, yeah, she's one of them, one, okay. Now, the reason why this page was super important for me to share with you guys is because so many times um, I go on interviews and they ask me, what inspired you to start writing music? And, you know, I always look back to see, was there a particular moment where, oh, Eureka, a switch went on and I'm like, I'm going to do music. No, there wasn't a particular moment. And I find this out by going back into my journals because these little moments that show me that music was brewing in my spirit. I wanted to do it. It was just slowly showing up. I wasn't 100% um, in it because remember, my dream was to be a footballer or a basketball player. And, um, you know, there wasn't a particular day where I said, no, this is what I want to do. But by looking back, I can see how it was slowly brewing inside of me. One thing I want to tell everybody is your dreams are not small. OK, your dreams are not irrelevant. When I was there saying I'm super excited that everybody knows me, I had no idea what was coming my way. I had no idea the amount of fame that Ja was going to bring my way. I had no idea that I wouldn't be able to walk down the street without anybody saying Nas, you know. But there I was super excited about 10, 15 people knowing my name, knowing who I am. So I want this to be just a reminder to everybody. You might be taking really small steps right now. And when you're looking at them, it doesn't feel like you're going to head anywhere great with these small moves you're making. But I want to remind you that no matter how small the move is right now, I believe it could grow to a bigger, better and out of this world thing. So keep the faith. Your dreams are not too small. Keep moving. Even if it's one person acknowledging your work, two people acknowledging your work. That's enough. Don't go into this hype, okay? There's all this hype where I need 10,000 likes, for instance. 15,000 likes, or I wanna have 5,000 likes. And if I don't have that many likes, then I'm not good enough. My photos are not good enough. My content is not good enough. No fam, that is not how it works. You are good enough. You're just taking small steps and you never know, you might be looking back to the days you had your 10 likes or 10 people who know your name and saying, wow, that was a beginning of a great story. Thank you guys for joining me on another episode of Roots Diary. I'm going to be back again next week. That is Saturday, 
6 p.m. Kenyan time for episode three. I can't wait to see you all there. And of course, I just want to give so much love to my family, Minama World, Minama Skincare. Thank you so much. You guys give me the confidence to be able to shoot Roots Diary with no makeup on. You guys know Nazizi, you know I don't like makeup. And so my perfect and best friend right now, Minama Skin Glow. Let me tell you, this is all I need to be sitting right here without any makeup. I just wanna say big love to Minama World.